0: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss. Welcome back to Kiwi Birth Tales, and thank you for joining me on this bonus episode brought to you by Your Birth Project, Your Birth Bestie. I am Jordan. I'm the host of the Kiwi Birth Tales podcast. I'm a mum of two. I've got two beautiful boys, Jai, who's four, and Ali, who is two. And I also have a business baby, which is your birth project. And your birth project is the online hypnobirthing course you need in your life if you're pregnant to help you create your best birth. It is not just a hypnobirthing course. It is everything birth education, and it is going to help you prepare for your best birth. There are no hippy-dippy hypnobirthing techniques in the course. You will not be hypnotized, but you will have all of the techniques that you need to create your best birth, whatever that means to you. So make sure you go and check out your birth project. You can find it on Instagram at yourbirthproject or www.yourbirthproject.com. Okay, today's episode, I am coming to you with a bonus episode about birth goals. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because I've seen so many like videos across TikTok and Instagram lately about births that didn't go to plan or like comments about births that didn't go to plan or having a birth plan and feeling like you've failed or having a birth plan that didn't work out. And I also hear the narrative through the podcast a lot as well, like I might have a mum who says, yeah, my birth plan was to um, be in the water at the birth centre and then nothing went to plan, everything went wrong, I ended up in hospital with an epidural and I have birth trauma as a result. This is the common storyline or the common narrative that I hear through talking with mums on social media or through the podcast is that you have a birth plan, you have this like ideal goal in your mind of how you want things to go and then whatever happens in your labor and birth, you might achieve that birth plan and you might feel really good about it after which is obviously the best and most amazing outcome. Or things might happen in your labor and birth that you didn't expect or you didn't know about and all of a sudden things change and divert from the plan that you had created and all of a sudden things feel a bit like they're spiraling or like you're out of control or you don't know what is happening or you don't know how to get back on track. And then as a result you birth your baby in whatever way ends up happening and then afterwards you have a sense of birth trauma related to that. Now I'm not dismissing the birth trauma. I'm absolutely not dismissing the birth trauma. That is a very, very real occurrence a very real way to feel post-birth particularly if you were feeling out of control but i think birth trauma is a different topic for another day but it is why i think we need to reframe the way that we talk about birth plans the way that we talk about planning for our birth you can absolutely have a dream or ideal birth in mind i'm not suggesting that that is not okay what i am suggesting is that we reframe how we think about it so we're thinking more about what our goals for our birth are rather than what our plan for birth is, because more than likely something in that plan is not going to happen. And then you feel like you've failed or you feel like you didn't get it right or you've done something wrong. So if you don't achieve the plan, you've failed. And I just hate that. I hate that narrative. And I hate that that makes us feel that way. So in the Your Birth Project course, we talk about birth goals and there's a specific birth goals planning part of the course and it's towards the end, so once you've watched the um, course, it's right at the end so that you've got all of the knowledge that you need to have a really good think about your birth goals. The birth goals are also included in the Your Birth Project journal, so it's got like a physical birth goals section that relates to the course, and you can write it all out that way as well. Today I am actually going to talk you through the birth goals template of how you would be working it out if you're working through the journal or in the course because I think it's important that you've got this knowledge on hand so that you can stop thinking about your birth as a birth plan and think about it more as birth goals. So the focus for our birth goals is how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel through your labor, through your birth and postpartum when you're reflecting on your birth or straight after when you've got your baby in your arms? So What we'll work through is the different stages of birth. So stage one, stage two, transition, actually giving birth and then after birth, because I think it's actually important to think about all of the different uh, stages and how you want to feel, where you want to be, who you want around, all of those different things. So in the initial stages of labor, you'll work through where do you want to be? Who do you want to have around? What do you want the environment to feel like? what's important to you from a support perspective, what language do you want used, all of those types of things. So have a good think about in the early labour stage, how do you want that to play out, where do you want to be, how do you want to feel. Then you get into active labour and you might be feeling things are a lot more intense than they were in early labour, so how do you want to feel, where do you want to be, what should the environment be like, Who do you want there? How will you communicate with your midwife? Are there people that your birth partner should be communicating with at that stage, like the birth photographer, for example, or your mom or your sister, whoever? Um, so you'd think about all of those things in that stage. And then there's a transition part. So exactly the same questions, but the focus is on, is on how you feel, how do you want to feel? What do you want to be supported with? What pain relief options do you want to have access to? What comfort methods might you want want to try? And you might have a list of things like you start with the TENS machine if that isn't doing. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. Anything for you, then you move to a hip squeeze with your birth partner. If you don't feel like that's helping, then you might want to try the birth pool or the shower for comfort methods. So you would list all of those in order of things that you might want to try. You'd include your positive birth affirmations in there, any meditations that you want to focus on, all of those things would be in that section. And then you get to giving birth. So we'd look at, again, the environment. How do you want it to feel? How do you want to give birth? So is it important to you that you're using gravity and you're upright? Do you want to stay off your back? Do you want to be in a pool? Do you want to be in the shower? What's your ideal? And then if that doesn't happen, what's next? Or what is really important to you that doesn't happen? So I think it's important to be really clear about that. Who do you want in the room? How do you want to be supported by your midwife or obstetrician? Do you want them to be hands-on? Do you want them to be supporting your perineum with a compress, a warm compress like a flannel? Do you want them to be directing you to push? Do you want them to be hands-off and are leaving you to it as much as possible? How do you want to be sort of monitored and checked during that stage? Like, be really clear about things that are, that are important to you in that giving birth stage. And then delivering your baby. What is the like goal of how you want to feel delivering your baby? Is it important to you that you're the first one to touch them? Do you want to try and lean down and touch the hair or the head as they're coming out? If you're having a vaginal birth, do you want your husband or your birth partner to cut the cord? All of those different things. So have a good think about that. And then after birth. So is it important to you that you have a managed or physiological uh, third stage where you're birthing the placenta? Do you want to do delayed cord clamping, which if you're in New Zealand or Australia should be the standard? Do I want immediate skin to skin, which should also be the standard? Do I want assistance to latch my baby? How long do I want to give it to do that? What else is important to me at that time? So all focused on how you're feeling, not so much on the exact outcome of birth, but how you want to feel during that time, what language you want used, who you want in the room, what you want the environment to be like, what music you want on, all of those different things. So in, in in essence, you're still planning for birth, right? Like you're still planning all of these things that you would love to happen in your birth, but you're focused on the goal of how you feel. The goal of how you feel delivering or giving birth to your baby. So those would be my key tips when it comes to birth planning. I think we need to get rid of birth planning in the sense of This is my one plan for birth and that is how I want my birth to go. Instead, replacing it with birth goals. This is how I want to feel. This is my goal for birth. These are my goals for birth. And I really encourage you, there's another part in the birth goals section of your birth project to look at things like C-sections, even if they're not the way that you want your birth to go. Um, If you're trying to stay away from the C-section space because you don't even want to talk it into or think it into existence. I get it, but you need to plan or have goals of how you want to feel if you do end up needing a cesarean section for whatever reason, because then at least you've thought about a C-section, you've done the sort of research to understand more about a C-section, or you've watched the C-section part of the Your Birth Project course, you've got the knowledge that you need to make informed choices, and you've written it down in your birth goals of how you want to feel during a cesarean section or after a cesarean section so it's really important to have the thinking process done so if you get there your midwife can go oh actually I've got her birth goals here this is how she wants to feel during the cesarean section those would be my key tips for birth goals if you want more information make sure you head to the your birth project course There are so many exciting things coming for your birth project in 2024 including in january hopefully late jan the launch of the your birth project app which will initially be available to ios users so iphone users um you'll be able to download it on your ipad as well and you will be able to access everything in the your birth project course through the app there's a website refresh coming so if you're watching it through Um, the website like you do currently. Everything will look and feel really different in there and it will be super user friendly, which I'm so excited for. Like I feel like it's great now. It's going to be amazing in Jan. Coming with that will also be a price increase. So if you want to get into the course at the current price and still get all of the new content, then you need to be in before the end of Jan. And there's also a really exciting membership subscription option coming for your birth project, which is not just birth focused, but it is pregnancy, birth, postpartum and parenting. It's going to be a monthly subscription and I can't wait to bring it to you. But for now, I will leave you with this birth goals episode. It's a tiny snippet of the Your Birth Project course. I'd love to know if you want to hear more of these. Make sure you send me a message on the topic you want me to focus on next. Otherwise, I will be back very, very soon with a birth story episode. So stay tuned.